Hello and welcome back. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Viral 44 podcast. Today we'll be talking to a staff member at the University of Michigan and he'll be sharing with us his experiences at the university. We'll also dive a little bit into the structure of the university right now. How does college look? How does the structure of the school look, particularly the art school? And uh, we'll, we'll talk about all sorts of other stuff too regarding COVID. So as Samuel L. Jackson would say, hold on to your butts. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. It's really a pleasure and an honor to, just to be talking to you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. So if you could just tell people who might be tuning in, you know, what's what's your name? Where are you from? And, uh, you know, what do you do? What's your job? So my name is Brian Banks. I am the diversity and inclusion advisor at the Stamp School of Art and Design. Um, I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan, and have worked at the university for 37 years. 37 years. Dang. That's how me and Brian know each other. Uh, I don't know if I can say you're my advisor. You, you, you know, we know we already know each other, but I feel like maybe the audience can get to know you a little more. Yeah, sure. So what's your favorite place around the Ann Arbor, Ipsy, Detroit area? It could be anything. Restaurant, just... Oh man, favorite yeah. place around, you know, this, this summer I've been spending a lot of time at Belle Isle, Belle Isle. Detroit. Interesting. Yeah, it's just, it's a place to get away mm-hmm. from here, get away from, you know, Ann Arbor, Ipsy area, go down and sit mm-hmm. and watch the ships go down the river. Uh, the River Rock is great in Detroit. So me and my family, that's, that's, what we've been doing this summer with COVID, you know, there's not a lot of places you can go, but you know, you can stay in your car and be socially distant and just sit and watch cars or, or the, the boats go down the, down the river. And that's, that's just relaxing. My son loves it. My wife enjoys it. So it's, it's kind of cool place yeah, to Belle hang out. Is, for those of you who don't know, Belau is a small, tiny little piece of land Island you could call it um, just uh, on the Detroit River. Yeah. Not that tiny, though. It's a pretty big chunk of land. <laughs> it, it, is, it, is, it is big. When I say island, I just don't want people to imagine like something super massive. Right, right. Uh, you could walk around it. Yeah. Um, or bike around it. And, or, yeah. yeah. But, it's, it's but it is nice. really nice. Yeah. Man, that's, 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 uh, that sounds fun. It has been been great do they do they have uh do they still do like the uh race car sort of um races down there yeah they didn't do it this year because of covid but Mm -hmm. normally they would do it in june yeah yeah it's it's the detroit grand prix that they hold there well if anyone ever wants to come down uh to visit detroit or ann arbor that's definitely a place to go to oh yeah for sure um all right so here's the next question if you could immediately gain one skill what would it be Gain one skill. Yeah, immediately. Oh man, that that's 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 a tough one. Um, you know, I think I think designing cars would be my thing. Wow. I'm a, I'm a car guy. Yeah. If I if I could design a car, 
oh my god i'd be in heaven <laughs> you know i, I mean I, I i love cars i've grown up around cars my dad worked at gm my brother works at gm um you know i love car cruises car shows so if i could design a, a car from top to bottom mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every aspect of it man that would be great and then the car would choose would be a corvette i was gonna ask yeah okay yeah that's 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 my ultimate car love that car have loved that car since i was a little boy um that would be the one what's what's your favorite year the current one is nice Mm -hmm. i love the current one um but i'd have to say if there was a favorite it's probably the one of the most rare ones the 63 split window okay i am i'm currently looking this up yeah 63 split window is Oh, rare! It's like a James Bond car. Oh, and oh, yeah, and they're 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 killer. They are killer. And you know, this this past, we'll see. In twenty nineteen, we were actually at the Dream Cruise, and there was two of them sitting side by side, and that's that's rare. Um, and that was really cool to see. Wow, American Muscle. Yeah, right? I mean, it looks amazing, especially the silver. Yeah, nice car. All right, so maybe we can talk a little bit about just just getting a picture of your life or your days pre-COVID. Yeah, so, you know, typically, you know, starting out the day, Monday morning, going to work up at 6 a.m., um, out of the house, at work, by about 7.20. Um, usually in the summer, uh, I'll take a walk around the pond next to our building Mm -hmm. just to you know around the pond and and around the building just to kind of wake up get some good juices flowing Mm -hmm. and then in the office and and uh, starting the day and then you know seeing students um on north campus uh, and then sometimes on central campus for meetings or and then you know five o'clock make the commute back to Ypsilanti where I live and, and uh, start the family life, the home life. Hmm. A busy day. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, that, that, that includes, you know, the commute traffic, all that, which isn't bad normally. Um, but there are some days it, it, it can be bad driving back and forth uh, from Ypsilanti to Ann Arbor. What's, what's that? How long is that trip? It's only like 15 minutes normally. 15 minutes. Okay. And how many, um, how many students do you normally like talk to in a, in a given day or even week? Yeah, it depends. It depends on um, them setting up the appointments. So students have to set up the appointments with me um, based on my availability and their availability. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it varies. So, um, I was just looking at my schedule for this coming Monday. So I've got, let's see, seven student appointments on Monday. Um, and they're almost back to back, you know. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it varies. Okay. Some days, some days it can be really heavy. Like right now we're going, going into the registration uh, period. So a lot of students are um, wanting to talk about the classes that they need to take for next term. Gotcha. Gotcha. Wow. 
you don't want me to go back 37 years to where I started at, dude. I mean, if you, if you, I think that might add some color to the, to the interview, give some people some, some backstory. If you want, uh, I'm, I'm totally. Well, yeah. All right. I, I'll, so I started out part-time at the university in 1983. That was the year I was about to graduate from high school. I started out as a trade passer and we, I would pass trays to the patients in the um, U of M hospital. And from that, you know, I graduated in 83. I stayed on uh, for a while. I was going part-time to Washtenaw Community College. Uh, and I stayed there. Then I got a full-time job on campus in 1984 um, as a custodian. And I stayed there for 11 years. Um, you know, I was going to school during that time. U of M has a great uh, tuition reimbursement program, so they pay pay for your tuition uh, and I stayed and I, I ended up getting my degree from Washington and then transferring over to uh, Concordia University. Wow. So, um, you know, while I'm there, I, I left the university, uh, I left the um, custodial ranks mm -hmm. 11 years later and went to the university stores and was there for several years. And then after that, I got a job at uh, the School of Art and Design. And the, it, it's funny, the reason I, I was looking for a job um, after being at stores, stores was great. We had to, and what we did at stores, it was like the university's um, supplier for all the things that they needed. So chemicals, uh, paper, we had, we had everything. So they got it from us. And we would ship it out to the departments and the schools. Great job, great people to work with, good hours, free parking. <laughs> it was great. Uh, but it was an afternoon job. So my wife was pregnant with our second daughter, and I had to get a had I, I didn't have to, I didn't want her to be alone with two kids. You know, um, one was almost three, and you know, the the newborn was coming and I thought I needed to be home during the day with her. So I applied for a custodial supervisor job at stamps. Hmm. And when I got to the interview, Linda Mills, who was, um, was the person interviewing me and she, she said, um, she didn't want me get to get stuck in the custodial supervisor job and asked me if I would take the receptionist job mm -hmm. at the school of art and design. And, you know, I, I thought about it for a little bit and, and I, I couldn't type. I could answer phones. <laughs> and if you see my office, you know, I'm not that organized. <laughs> but um, I took the job and, um, you know, allowed me to be home with my wife and, and daughters. So it was it was a blessing to be able to do that. People, people at the School of Art and Design were great. Um, we had a new dean come in in 2000, and when they when he came in, Brian Brian Rogers, when he came in, um, he brought in the assistant dean who was Mary Schmidt, and um, I ended up getting a promotion wow. to advisor, and I've been there ever since, and that was 22 years ago. Like so many little different things, and it, you have a completely different life right now. Right. I guess we can fast forward to 2020. 
And where were you? I think I know. I think I know where you were. But where were you? Where were you when COVID hit? It hit in uh, China mm-hmm. early, and you know we had our eye on it. You know, mm-hmm. not thinking it would come here, but I think we were we were in LA mm-hmm. when it really hit. Yeah. And when it really when it really took hold, um, we were in L.A. had, you know, toured the media companies out there and it really got real mm-hmm. um, that first week of March. Yeah. 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 I, I remember. So I, I me and Brian and a couple of other uh, art students went on this trip to L.A. Uh, to, you know, tour these different studios. I remember. uh yeah, there weren't a lot of people wearing masks. Actually, at the time, masks were taboo, very taboo. I was wearing a mask, but I felt <laughs> I felt really, really awkward because people were looking at me. And uh, yeah, it was it was a interesting situation. Now, do you remember the flight home? I do. And the, and the lady. <laughs> I'll, let, the I'll lady. let you. <laughs> so there's a there's a lady on the flight who's sitting two rows in front of us, mm-hmm. and she is sick and um, sneezing, coughing. coughing. Seth had a a mask, an extra one. Yeah, and and he was like, "Do you think I should give it to us?" Like, yes. <laughs> 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 Before you continue, just so everyone knows, everyone on the plane was freaking out. Like you could, like every time she would cough or sneeze, people would look in her direction, and they were like, like they were just the the tension was thick. It was a very, yes. it was it was everyone was really on edge. Yeah. So Seth, being the gentleman that he is, walks up and asks if he can give her the mask. And I don't know if it was her husband or, or her that told you she had been tested and she was negative yeah. and she didn't want the mask. Yeah, it, it was her husband. He was very, I, I, you know, looking back, I can see how he took offense to, to that. He, I'm sure he felt the tension, right? He felt the tension, the wife, yeah, I'm the sure. tension of everyone looking at them. And then for a stranger to approach them and offer a mask, they felt like maybe it was, the tension was even building and going higher. So he kind of responded in a negative manner. He's like, no, no, she's, she's okay. She's fine. You know, she's, she's negative. She's been tested. She doesn't need a mask, but that, that was an opportunity, I guess, you know, uh, for that tension to be, to be released. I felt like after that happened, people were, you know, they weren't as worried. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, but (laughs) I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Can you tell us just a little bit about maybe when we got home, the University of Michigan decided to to put the entire school on lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you tell us about that? What what happened? Who made that decision? How did you find out about that and what you guys kind of planned to do? It was, I believe it was made by um, President Slissel and his um, team mm-hmm. um, who came up with the decision to, to move online. Um, and we were told, you know, it, it 
the message goes to the dean and then the dean disseminates that message to us. And uh, we got the message that we were going to be moving home. And for us, it, it's no, it was no big deal because we always, you know, we've got our laptops and we've had laptops for years. And that was um, the purpose of us getting laptops to be able to work at home. So it wasn't a big deal. Um, you know, we knew it was something we had to do. And um, whether you liked it or not, we, we just we dealt with it. Hmm. And, and what, what has been, do you think, the biggest challenge for you, you know, with, with dealing with COVID? Hey, you know, I'm, I'm a people person. Mm-hmm. And I like being in school. I like seeing the students. I like being around campus. Campus is nice. The, the students are amazing at U of M. Um, and it's being there that makes, you know, makes things. Come, I mean, it feel normal. And, and um, you know, it's, it's great just being around the being around the students. So I miss that a lot. Mm. Totally miss that a lot. Just being at, at that place. And you meet so many different people from all around the world and stories that, that are told. Um, it's just an amazing place to be. So I miss that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would agree with you. I, I mean, do you hear that a lot from the students when you do have meetings with them? No, I think the students, um, they're dealing with so much. Mm. Um, we're just trying to help them get through it. Um, because they're, you know, they're, they're the online modality that they're dealing with. And then they're dealing with, you know, having to either go places in person. So they're dealing with a lot. So we, you know, it doesn't come up a lot. It comes up every now and then you'll you'll hear somebody say, I miss being at the school or I miss seeing you guys, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't come up a lot. We try not to focus on that. We try and uh, just, you know, get everybody through it, get us together best we can so can you explain what are like the you kind of mentioned the modality and how things are now online a lot of Mm -hmm. it is online can you maybe explain a little bit more about the significant changes that stamps in particular because it is an art school it's a lot different than maybe other schools yeah so with us you know most of our stuff is is hands-on you're you're doing um, so to be able to switch that and to be able to switch it over as quickly as they did in, in March was amazing. Um, you know, people came together and said, okay, how are we going to be able to do this? What, what, what are the students going to need to make this happen? What do we need on, um, you know, the, the staff side or the faculty side to make this work? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it came together pretty quickly. Uh, we got good leadership and Guna, our Dean and, and Brad Smith and, mm-hmm. And uh, Veronica Palandino. Um, so we've got really good people um, looking over the, the the all aspects of the school. Because um, you can't. So you know, it was. Yeah, go ahead. You can't. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you have a sculpture class. It's it's a lot different. You doing that in the studio at school right. versus trying to figure out what that looks like at home. And for some courses, like. Uh, you know, metal, you know, or glass right. works. You can't really do that on Zoom. Right. So how did you guys deal with, with those challenges? You know, it was up to the professors to figure out how they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. And the professors came up with um, the ways that in which those classes that needed specific studios would work. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't, we weren't in on those conversations for the most part, but um you know, the professors and the studio coordinators, mm-hmm. you know, came up with, the uh, you know, what we need 
what supplies the students need. They came up with all that and uh, they made it happen. Okay. So some of the students have the things that they need at home and then do, or is it like some of the students, they come in and. I think some of, some of them are still coming in. I think some they still have access to the studios, but um, some of the materials have been sent home. So some of the supplies have been sent home or to wherever the students are. Gotcha. So, um, and does that, when they come into the studio, what does that access look like? Are they? I, you know, I don't know because I haven't been there, but the studio coordinators are there. Okay. Um, okay. I'm not sure what it looks like. I'm sure there's a lot of protocols that they have to go through um, to make sure they're being safe. They have to wipe things down before and after they use it. Mm. Um, so, they, you know, things have changed quite a bit. So, you know, a lot of academic classes or, or lecture type classes. That's not a big deal. They can do that online. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, hands-on classes, um, you know, in, in studio, you know, like you said, metals, ceramics, you know, those, those types of courses are hard to replicate anyplace else other than in the studio. Mm -hmm. I don't know who's got a, a metal lathe or, <laughs> or a, <laughs> or, <Yeah. casting laughs> you know, in, at their home yeah. um, or, or a kiln for that, yeah. for that matter. To, to bake some ceramics. So those, those types of things are difficult. Um, what do you think? So you're talking, doubling back just a little bit, you're talking about the nice things about being at U of M. Like what? what oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, again, we meet people from all over the world. So we've got students from Korea, China, um, uh, where else? We've got students from all over mm -hmm. and, you know, being able to talk to them, get to know them and they get to know us. You know, um, it's not every day I speak to somebody from Korea or China, mm -hmm. you know, or, or, you know, they don't I don't have a lot of those people living in my city yeah. or where yeah. I'm at. So I don't the interaction isn't there. Um, and for me to learn mm -hmm. um, that learning has decrease quite a bit mm -hmm. for me not being with my students mm -hmm. and you know we, each of us gets a number of students for you know each year that that uh, there's an incoming class to stamps and this year we weren't able to interact with them mm -hmm. like we normally do mm -hmm. you know when you came in we had our in-person meeting and, yeah. and we get to know each other right off the bat you know and you can kind of form a bond right off the bat it's mm -hmm. totally different this year even though we had the meetings, it was on Zoom and it's not. Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same. So, you know, those, just being on campus and being in, in our offices and being able to walk around and talk to the students and see what they're working on. Um, it's it's mm -hmm. hard to replace. Yeah, there, there's a air of busyness and creativity that is contagious. So yeah. yeah, you definitely, you get, even if you're not artistic in the same way that maybe someone else is, you might have creative um, talents in certain areas, uh, even if it's, you know, just poetry or writing or whatever else. And, but just being in a space that is dedicated to creativity and you see everyone doing something interesting all the time is yeah. really con contagious and it really, uh, feeds, you know, it feeds the soul. So. Oh, yeah.
it's inspirational to see what the students are creating. Um, you know, as you walk around, you see students, you know, working on anything from animation to sculpture and uh, photography and video. It's, it's amazing to see what the students are creating. And, and then the conversations that you have based around what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can remember talking to students and, and they're telling me about different projects they're working on. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. I love that. You know, and, and you, you get a you get a sense of of joy from seeing what they're doing and and the pride that you see for, you know, my students, you know, I I think I've got the best students of all the advisors. <laughs> <laughs> and I think each of us think that, you know, uh -huh. um, the students become like our, almost like our children, you know, you, you kind of protect them. You want to, you know, do your best for them. Um, and you, you feel pride when they're, when they're doing something great. Shout out to Zach Williams. Yeah, yes. So, so when Zach or, or anyone else is doing something great, it's like, yeah, that's my student. That's, you know, you take a sense of pride with that. Not, not that I was there to help him do anything he was doing. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, he's, he's my student. So mm -hmm. it's, it's great to have that connection. The, the one thing that I really loved that you said was sort of the, almost the international component and connection with you know u of m and uh what it used to be like um and the really cool thing about having a lot of people come from different places to the school uh just for those who don't know so the the art school at u of m is connected to the architecture school so the the two buildings are connected and you have a lot of pollination between the students and so there's a certain demographic that makes up the architecture students and there's a certain demographic that makes up the art students. Um, before there was that pollination, a lot of that. Uh, now I'm assuming not so much. Not so much. And including like a lot of people coming from different countries and getting to experience Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti and Detroit right. and, and say like, oh, I've heard about Detroit. You know, right. I can go visit. And now because of shutdown, maybe, you know, they aren't necessarily having those. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, we, we do a lot of um, prospective student tours and, you know, because of COVID, you can't do that. People aren't coming. And it's one of the things that we, we, we always felt is if people come and see Ann Arbor, um, they, it's a, it's a nice small town it's not not big it's not you know new york or, or in la or anything like that but it's got a certain feel to it and it's a it's a nice feel to it um and i think that's the only that's one of the aspects of that COVID has taken away that um i hope we can recover from so once this is over i hope we can get back to doing those in-person um tours and getting people back on campus and excited about being in ann arbor Maybe if you can give us uh, in the oh, university, man. yeah, and at, at Stamps, maybe at U of M, what what do you think you would like to see? Oh man, that's a tough one. I, I think the the most important thing is the health and safety of the students and and all the people who are involved with the university. Mm -hmm. So that's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. People being responsible, wearing the mask, and socially distancing. Um, other than that, I want to see a, a vaccine 
as soon as possible um, so we can get back to, to doing what we do. There's going to be an interruption here in just a minute when my son comes in. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> he can say hello to the podcast. He probably will. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so I think, I think that's the major thing is just um, people being safe and not losing, not losing anyone to this virus, not losing another person. Mm-hmm. That's the major thing. I don't want to see any students um, get sick and, and I've had a student of mine get sick with COVID this, this term, and she was, she was fine, thankfully. But I don't want to see anybody lose their life to this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it seems like it's been hitting Washtenaw County pretty hard. Yeah. And just recently, we had a stay-at-home order by the county for all undergrads. Yeah. I think it just lifted, what, yesterday? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, I, I I wonder about the why that happened <laughs> at the time it did. And I'm I'm glad it did uh-huh. um, because I knew that Halloween was coming up and um, the football game, Michigan State, was coming up. That was same. That was the same day. So I knew those two things would be problematic mm-hmm. um, because students want to get together. Now, when Michigan Michigan State play even though they're rivals, it's a big, it's a big, it's like a big family reunion. So students, they come together and they have a good time Mm -hmm. um, from sunup to sundown. And um, in a normal year, that would have been the case uh, because the weather was not bad at all for October. um, And, uh, you know, it would have been great to to be able to experience that because I'm a season ticket holder. I would have loved to have been at that game. I mean, it would have been great to be there up until the the final score, but, um, you know, COVID has taken all that away. It makes sense from a certain standpoint. Students are like, oh, this is my first year in college or my second year in college, and there's no way that I'm not going to have the quote-unquote college experience. Right. Uh, so I understand what they're thinking, but it's uh, also unprecedented times, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's the one thing. It's, it's so hard. I mean, it, as a parent, I know I wasn't comfortable with my daughter going back to college and um, chose to have her stay here um, instead of going back to Western Michigan, um, just because I felt more, I felt her being here was, would be safer for her than being there. And um, I'm kind of glad that I did. What has been the biggest challenge because you're a, you're a husband, you're a father, you are working at uh, U of M. Like how do you balance that? And what's, what, what has been the challenge of addressing those different areas? Uh, That has been tough. So, we have we have a college a senior mm-hmm. and an eight year old, so we've got you know two you know yeah. two kids uh, doing you know work at home mm-hmm. basically. Um, so it's tough on the Wi Fi, and it's also tough with um, my son being um, a second grader and you know having his Zoom meetings, and I've got work and my wife's working so it's, it's tough for us to be able to balance all that mm. um 
she works for the hospital system. So it's not like, um, you know, we can't work in the same area because of HIPAA. So she's in one area. I'm in another. He's on Zoom. I'm on Zoom. We're, you know, so we're trying to make all that work. And it's, it's tough to balance it all. Well, yeah, that, that sounds pretty, that sounds pretty difficult. Uh, hey, yeah, uh, we try, you know, we're trying to do as the best we can to make sure, um, you know, we're, we're doing our work, but also, you know, helping him with, with what he needs um, and all the, all the different meetings that he's got. So it's, it's, it's a tough balancing act and this, um, I'm ready for some normalcy. I'm ready to get back in the office and, mm-hmm. you know, um, have that commute back and forth. Um, although I like being at home, mm-hmm. you know, I like, you know, rolling out of bed and being able to, to, you know, make a breakfast and, you know, eat and do all those things home. Um, I, I, I really miss being at, at school. Yeah. Yeah. I miss, you know, and the other aspect of it, I'm, I'm a huge sports fan huge sports fan and I would love Michigan football mm-hmm. going to those games is so much fun and it's something I always look forward to each fall you know the, I always say the best thing about fall is football because I know what's coming after fall winter which I don't <laughs> like <laughs> so you know I look forward to, to going to the stadium and seeing the people that I've sat around for for years um and that's gone this year. Yeah. So I totally miss, you know, the the seeing the tailgate, seeing the people come into town, you know, seeing the band come on the field, and, um, all those things that go along with it. I miss all that stuff. As as as, as Brian said, the winters are the worst in Michigan. <laughs> yes, they're, they're literally the worst. It's just a long time. The sun goes down like at 2 right. p.m. It, it, it's just bad. So um, you're absolutely right. The fall, like fall in Michigan is, is something special. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. I mean, I'm looking out the window now. and The sun setting is it's so beautiful outside. Yeah. Um, you know, that is just being able to be out and about and mm-hmm. doing things in the fall um, like we normally would. Um, COVID has robbed us of all that. And this, you know, I'm just ready for it to be over. I, I hope we don't have to go through another fall like this. Hope we're back to normal next fall. So with that said, what is the first thing that you're going to do when things go back to normal? Oh, man, I don't know. Because it depends on when that vaccine gets to everybody and how comfortable comfortable I'll be with, you know, knowing that, or feeling that I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it could be, I'm, you know, I'm a huge basketball fan. And, and uh, in March, we were supposed to go to uh, Milwaukee versus um, Golden State Warriors game. And that was something I was looking forward to, going to a basketball game or going to a football game or even a car show if it's, if it's summer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, I'm hanging out with my family now. I know that those times are great. Maybe being able to travel with my family um, would be one of the things we look at doing because we haven't gone anywhere. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, we've gone to Detroit, <laughs> which is 38 miles down the road. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but taking a, a longer trip and just being able to, to relax and enjoy wherever we're at uh, with my family would be great. Dang.
Thank you for uh, joining us. And oh, you're welcome. Yeah, no problem. Thank you, Seth. Thanks for asking. Yeah, thank you. I'm having the time of my life. Everything's going all right.